Welcome to Parsha Partners, the podcast that aims to put the pupil and the pill pool back in the study of the weekly Torah portion. My name is Aviv Matskin, and I am extremely fortunate to be a teacher in a Jewish day school in the heart of Silicon Valley. Fortunate because I get to come to work every day to learn from a group of young, brilliant Torah scholars who read biblical text with fresh eyes and sensitivities. After years of training and then learning from these creative readers, I decided it's just a shanda not to share their beautiful teachings with a wider audience. So, I'm inviting you to come with us on a brief journey through a small section of this week's Pasha. Partner with us, a group of young students and an old teacher, as we try to uncover layers of meaning through the sharing of questions, connections, inferences, and predictions. Let's begin by meeting our participants today. Hi, I'm Emma from grade four. Hi, I'm Sam from grade five. Um, Hi, I'm Eli, and I'm in the seventh grade. All right, our three participants have a sense of what we'll be learning today. We are in Parashat Mishpatim in the book of Shmot, the book of Exodus. It's a parasha full of different laws that Moshe is receiving up on Har Sinai and going to come down and bring to the Israelites. Unfortunately, we don't have time to look at every single mitzvah here, but we're going to take a close look at just one of them. If you are listening right now and want to stop and study before we do, we are in Perak Chafbet, chapter 22, Pasuk 1 and 2, two verses that cover two laws. Now, if you have a chumash or a Bible or you go to safaria.org, you can pull it up and learn for yourself, or you can do it just as our participants here today. We're going to read it aloud in Hebrew and English, and then we'll proceed with our discussion. In Imatze Haganav Vehuka Vamet En Lodamim. If the thief is seized while tunneling and he is beaten to death, there is not blood guilt in his case. Imzaucha Hashemesh Alav Damim Lo Mshalem Yeshalem Im Ein Lo Venim Kar Big Nevato. If the sun has risen on him, there is blood guilt in this case. He must make restitution. If he lacks the means, he shall be sold for his theft. So we have a case in which a thief, a ganav, is breaking into a house and someone, maybe the owner of the house, kills the thief. In one case, the killer is innocent, and in the other case, the killer is guilty. So let's hear the verses again before opening with questions, connections, or inferences. If the thief is seized while tunneling, and he is beaten to death, there is not blood guilt in his case. If the sun has risen on him, there is blood guilt in this case. He must make restitution. If he lacks the means, he shall be sold for his theft. Sam, start us off. If a thief is killed by the owner of the house, and it is nighttime, um, the owner um, uh, is... Um, uh, vindicated. But if it's daytime, all of a sudden he just committed a murder, and if he doesn't have enough evidence to sway people, then he should be sold for his theft. So, f- first of all, sold, wh- what, is he Is he going to be turned into a slave? Because usually you only, you, you don't, you don't sell people. And then also, for his theft, I think that this translation says theft because you're kind of stealing the 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 thief's life beautiful sam so now there are two thieves the one breaking into the house and the homeowner who steals the life of the intruder but sam 
If killing is stealing a life, why is there no guilt if the intruder tunnels, but yes, guilt if the sun shines? In both cases, the intruder is killed. So shouldn't the Torah say, if you steal a life, you're guilty, no matter the circumstances? Yes, Emma. Because if he's tunneling, then he's probably going to be in the dark. And when it's darker out, and if you hear a thief, you'll think that somebody's going to that they're going to try to kill you if they find out that they're still that you're still inside your house and that you know that they're there. But during the day, if you see that they're breaking into your house and trying to steal something, and you kill them, then it would be worse because you could see that they're a thief and they're not going out to kill you; they're going out to steal. Really, it doesn't make sense on how the time of day correlates to if you're if you're guilty or not. Because, like, let's just say that someone is in your house in the daytime and may, and you're just and you're just working, and all of a sudden you hear a, a window shatter, and and like like he comes right in front of you. Your impulse and your impulse is probably not going to be stay there and talk or or and, and maybe if you're next to advice you might call the cops but usually it would you'd probably you'd probably try to run away or try to fight back because because you're because because um, someone has just invaded into your private space your home and you kind of want to protect that okay so sam before you go on emma says it's scarier at night so if you killed someone then you're excused because nighttime is scary and sam you're saying doesn't matter if someone is in your house that's scary Either way, you should be guilty. Before you go on, Eli wanted to say something. I agree with Emma that saying if you're in the night, if it's in the nighttime, you have no idea um, what they're gonna do, um, either to you or to your stuff. But in the daytime, I feel that if you are robbing someone's house and someone sees you, that the robber is most likely gonna try and harm the person because. The person sees them, and even if the robber gets away, like, the person sees them, they can tell authorities. The person had brown hair and green eyes and freckles. Oh, let me see if I get this straight. Uh, A robber would be more frightened in the daytime because you saw what they look like, and you can give a report. So they're more likely to try to hurt you in the daytime. Oh, but that seems to go against this because this says, if the sun has risen on him and you kill him then you are guilty. You do go to jail. Yes. I think that during the night, the per- the person that would kill a robber would- wouldn't be guilty because if it's dark and you're panicking, it's harder to aim. But if it's during the day and you kill them, you know where you're hitting. You don't have to kill them to get them out of your house. You can simply hurt them or give them a warning if it's during the day because you can see where you're hitting. But if it's during the night, you can't see where you're hitting, so it's much easier to to be to like accidentally hit them somewhere where it could kill them. All right, so we have accident versus on purpose. Daytime, you're more likely to do it on purpose. Yes, I think what the Torah is trying to say here is. Don't ever go for killing because even if you get off because, oh, it was impulse, oh, it was scary, don't go ahead and try to kill someone because there's a chance that they could be poor and they don't have anything. There's a chance that they're unarmed and instead instead of um, completely stealing their life, you can put them in jail, uh, you can arrest them. But Sam, Sam, then I would expect the Torah to say, if someone is tunneling at night into your house and you kill them, you're guilty. And by the way, if they come in the daytime and you kill them, you're guilty. 
But that's not what it says. One is guilty and one is not. Yes. Okay, I think it has to do with the fact of witnesses. If you kill a robber in your house during the daytime and there's someone just walking along and all of a sudden you hear bang, 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 and then all and, and then you see a, a drag a body out, you're thinking, that person just committed murder. That's not good. And they didn't say anything about witnesses, but it also says, and anyone who steals must certainly make restitution, but if they have nothing, if there is no, nothing supporting him, if the, if the witnesses during the day say that you shot someone in their home and that you should and that you should go to jail for life and you can't just say no i didn't i i didn't do it and plea not guilty so i think sam was right when he said that it's a matter of witnesses because if you kill someone during the day then people are going to see that you were the one that killed that person um if it's during the night nobody will be able to see it so obviously you won't be accused okay so really it's a matter of you're probably guilty in both cases but we can't prove it in the nighttime Maybe he tripped and hit the corner of his head. No one was there to witness it. But the daytime, we have witnesses. Yes. I kind of disagree with Sam. I feel that, like, if the sun is shining, could either mean goodness, just they're trying to do it because they have nothing. Like, they're trying to steal a loaf of bread for the family. Tunneling, darkness, evil sort of all go together. Okay, I want to make sure everyone got that. So you're saying this isn't about night and day. This is metaphorical. If someone comes into your house, either the night or day, and they're tunneling, they have evil intentions, and you kill them, well then, you're innocent. But if they come into your house, night or day, and the sun is shining on them, they're nice people generally, but they happen to be right, and then you kill them, then you're guilty. There is kind of a problem with that because... You wouldn't know. It's not like you're going to ask them. But, like, if you see that there's a weapon on them, that, like, if you see that they're, like, there's, like, a gun holster or a knife on their back, then, obviously, that's not a good sign. Okay, they have to have a weapon. If they don't, you're going to be found guilty. You owe restitution. No weapon. The sun is shining on them. You can tell. You can see. You're guilty you're going to have to make repayment. Yes. So I think that, and I think that that's why you get the free pass in the night because even if the, because even if the sun is shining on them, it's kind of hard to see if they have a weapon or not. And so again, back to impulses, it feels a little more scummy to do it in the night because you're doing a night because you don't want to be seen. You're trying, you're trying to sneak around with, um, and like what Eli said with the, um, uh, with like the not necessarily the greatest intentions. And so that's why I also think you kind of get the free pass. Okay. So you're saying anybody Sneaking around at night is evil. You just don't want to be found out. If you come in the daytime, you're probably not such a bad person. Not necessarily, because a lot of the time, robbers, good or bad, usually want to, usually don't want to be seen at all. If you don't want to be seen, should you come in the day or the night, Emma? If you don't want to be seen, you should come in the night. Um, I also think that if it's during the night, the robber's more likely to have a weapon. Because if it's during the day, everybody could see that they have a weapon. And then if you killed that person, then people would see that you were the one that was killing them and they didn't have a weapon. They were just an innocent person going up to your house. Maybe they were your friend or something. And then you just killed them. I feel like if they don't have good intentions, like to feed their family or whatever, that they're going to be carrying... Um, a weapon no matter what in the day because people can call 911 to the authorities in the night. People can still call. Eli, look, I'm not a professional thief. 
I do have friends and family who have had their houses ransacked, and the timing of the robberies, it's always the same. It's you, you think you know, Sam? I think he's talking about what time of day, and I think it's going to be like mid, mid-afternoon mid when when Noah's in the house because because the kids are at school, the, the grown-ups are at, the grown-ups are, um, are at work, and so, that's, and so that's actually the perfect time because not only do you not have to face anyone, you can get away, you can, you can get away with it um, uh, clean, um, cleanly, and so, and so it would be pretty unlucky if someone, if someone were to come back home during the, during the day and, and, and come and kill you, which is, I think, also why you would be guilty, but yeah. Sam, you've got the mind of a thief. Break in at noon, when the sun is shining. Kids are at school, parents are out at work, no one home, no need for a weapon. Ah, so therefore, if the homeowner kills the thief, they've probably killed an unarmed person. So, guilty. I got it. But how can we be sure that the tunneling thief is armed? I think you probably would bring a weapon, because... If you're robbing, you like to rob at midnight, right, and then yeah. you're, and then you're going to rob at midnight. So chances are somebody's going to wake up because you're sneaking around your house, their house. You're probably making noise, and they'll wake up. So when they come down, you need to be able to the thief would need to be able to kill them, so that they so that he doesn't get caught. Back to intentions, I think that when the sun is shining on him, you're the one who's tunneling because I think it's always opposite. When you're nighttime sleeping your dreams and then all of a sudden you hear someone robbing your house, you didn't ask for this. But I think on the flip side, if the sun is shining on the robber because they're not trying to kill you, they didn't ask to be killed. So And, and so now you're the one who's tunneling and stealing their life. So much stealing going on. But we don't want to steal the thunder of your possible conversation with friends and family as you try to figure out the double standard here. Kill an intruder, one way guilty, one way innocent. I just want to say that my students always impress me without having looked at the commentary. They have basically touched upon everything that our ancestors and the great thinkers have said. Uh, Everett Fox, in his five books of Moses, for example, says the digging part tells us This is secretly at night. The owner presumably has neither the time nor the light to examine the situation rationally, so they're going to be innocent if they kill the intruder. Richard Elliott Friedman says of The Sun Has Risen, If the theft was in the daytime, which is less frightening, and when escape, help, and witnesses are more possible, then one is legally responsible if one kills the thief. And Onkelos also commenting on if the sun has shone, says, This means that witnesses observe the thief. Under such circumstances, he would not dare kill the householder because he would surely be apprehended. Consequently, it is forbidden to kill him. But there are sometimes depths of insight from our tradition that our students don't touch upon. There is, for example, a story told of the Kutzko Rebbe, who asked a group of distinguished Hasidim, sitting at a tish, to say something about this week's pasha, Pashat Mishpatim. One of them responded and said, If the thief was found tunneling, im ganav. This is translated incorrectly. It should really be read as, im bamachteret, if tunneling. That is, if a person digs very well and probes their own heart to examine their actions, ganav, the thief will be found. That is, they will find a thief there. And the Rebbe praised him. 
So perhaps this is all about digging into our own psyche, finding the thief there, and showing more compassion to those around us. What do you think? Send us an email. Send us a voice message. But most importantly, come back next week for a new Pasha, three new scholars. As we look for layers of meaning, we look forward to studying with you.